0: Hello, welcome again to another part of the greatest gift a love story of agape love here in the spiritual multitudes, the audiobook with me, Pastor Deborah. I wrote this book, it has three volumes volume one, volume two, and we are now in volume three. I had done a different format years ago and i'm changing up to present to you a motion video by pixabay if you'll notice some things happen around my hair or my hand might sort of whoops disappear and you'll see my background coming through the reason is i don't have a green screen tried the large ones too big don't work in my small space tried a homemade one too cumbersome Tried one attached to a chair, not big enough, so I am doing without a green screen, but I'm using a motion video, so every once in a while my hair will do strange things, my background will come through, so I hope you don't mind if I look a little strange at times, but I just don't have the green screen, so welcome, we're beginning part number 23 of this new format of the spiritual multitudes, a love story of agape love. Mm -hmm. Agape love's the greatest gift. And I was directed by the source of this agape love to write this to you. I wrote it down in volumes and books. I never really sent it out, but I got it down. And now he's having me to record it to you. So we're beginning part number 23 of the Spiritual Multitudes, an audiobook. Many of you will hear this on its own podcast show, Audiobooks of Agape Love, Love is Here's global teaching ministry. So welcome again. Let's pray before we get started. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all who are watching and will be listening to your words of the greatest gift that you can ever give, agape love to them freely and for all eternity. We thank you for your great love of us. No matter who we are, what age we are, you love our spirits, that part of us that upon earthly death lives on. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to reach us Mm -hmm. and help us. Even now, before death comes. So, Father, help us through these words of your audiobook, The Spiritual Multitudes. A love story of agape love. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. If you see me differently, I've moved a little closer, sitting a little differently, making sure the microphone is where I need it. We left off. With this question Have you lost your spiritual Arkenstone? That was a jewel that the dwarves found from the Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit series, that designated the king under Erebor, the land of the dwarves, to have the rightful rulership. He placed it above his head, oops, in a chair called the throne. Well, that king the grandfather of Thorin, got a sickness, a disease, greed, it's called, coveting, lusting for gold and silver and diamonds and even the Arkenstone. And this sickness grew in his mind and it became fierce and dark. And when this sickness was growing and became powerful, it overtook Thorin's grandfather, the king of Erebor. Because of all the gold and the jewels and the wealth, the authority and dominion that that kingdom had now, it drew something they weren't expecting. The great fire drake out of the north, a fire-breathing dragon, and he too coveted and lusted after gold. Mm-hmm. And in the Hobbit movie, we're told of this tale of the fire drake out of the north coming, mm-hmm. capturing all the gold with the Arkenstone in it. Then great battles against orcs broke out, and Thorin's grandfather was killed. His father ran off or died, they did not know what. Oh, and the battle was fierce, so many losses. But the dragon was still inside Erebor, sleeping, breathing on the gold, spewing his hate and lust over it. And Agapi Love, the source of the Stone, asks you, have you lost your spiritual Stone? Now we're going to pick up. In part number 23, have you lost your spiritual freedom that came with the Arkenstone? It's rightful rule and authority to be a king, to have a kingdom. Have you lost that in your spirit, in your soul, to be the righteous spiritual king for the kingdom of heaven here on earth? Have you done that too? Yes. All of humanity, that is the shape we are in until you can get back the Arkenstone through a copy. Love you are no longer the rightful spiritual king on earth until you retrieve the Arkenstone and it is placed on the throne of your life in your spirit for all to see. And what is that? The Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So have you lost your righteous king's authority here on earth and even in your spirit and over your soul, the land, the neighborhood, so to speak, your helpmate, and over your physical body? Have you lost that? Is your physical body ruling for pleasure? Is your soul ruling through pride and greed? through a sickness and disease called coveting, lust. And your spirit has been sent away, hidden, lost all of its authority. Have you lost all your dominion? That means your right to rule here in your spirit, soul, and body, and on earth. You lost the right to rule because you do not have the Arkenstone. In your life? Have you lost your majesty, your throne room, your land, your kingdom to another, the dragon? Have you lost being a royal one to just being wanderers, treated as outcasts in the land on the earth? Have you lost your divine right? Some people claim they were born this way. And they have spiritual and stones of the dragon that rule and reign their life. They have that emblem, that symbol. Spiritually. Over their spirit, in their spirit. And out through the soul it comes. We see it everywhere. Corrupt leaders. Buying and selling humans for pleasure or for work, to have cheap labor. We see it when politicians lie to the cameras and to you, and secretively, behind the scenes, they are peddling their influence as a leader. Mm-hmm. We see it all the time. We see the illegal rulers. Oh, they claim to have the Ark Stone. And they claim they pray to the god of the Arkenstone. So you better believe them. Because they know what's best for you. But they are only dragons in disguise. They carry an emblem, a symbol. The dark Arkenstone that has been breathed on by the fire drake of the north. Have you lost your legal kingly right to rule and reign? Yes, humanity lost it in the garden. Those of us who have found and accepted and placed back in our spirit the ark stone of the Gopi love, we now rule our spirit, our soul, and our physical body. But most of us only rule maybe a little portion of our spirit, but not our full soul or our physical body. And we can't do warfare out in the spiritual world or the world of people and humanity. We have no powers over weather and light and growth and suns and stars. We have no power and dominion over what is going on in nations with people, the drug cartels, human traffickers. We have no authority, no power. We, we rely on the government to do it, but not us. Have you lost the king's jewel, the spiritual heart of the mountain of the kingdom of heaven? Your old homeland, your kingdom, where your king's freedom was, where the king's throne still is. Oh, that's right. You don't know. That above you, high above the stars and over the rainbow, out into the vastness of the unseen realm, is a kingdom. Where in the king's heart and mind, you are his child. But you're lost to him in the kingdom. You've lost your Arkansas here on earth. And he's trying to bring it back to you. He fought the dragon from a cross. And in its layer of Hades itself for you. But you have to believe that he did this. You have to believe in his victory for you and for him. The king's jewel, the and stone, the Holy Spirit, the heart of the mountain. Provides the king with freedom and with a throne, a kingdom, with authority, dominion, and right. On earth, as it is in heaven, have you spiritually fallen into spiritual darkness? Have you spiritually lost your spiritual kingdom, the land, the territory, the mountain? Earth, that you were to rule and reign over. But before you could rule and reign over Earth, you had to learn how to rule over your spirit and over your soul, all of its emotions, desires, and lust, and your physical body. Have you spiritually been brought spiritually low from this great high place, a kingdom? In the Hobbit movie, it was Erebor. They lost it in a great battle. And they were sent out as wanderers out into the world. They lost their identity, their homeland, their families, their jewels, their power, their authority. They were lost for sure. Has your fierce lust your coveting, your love, your desires for money, fame, fortune, property, jobs, the most likes for love, sexual pleasure. Has it brought you death? Separation from your family, separation from all righteousness, separation from what all is good. And right, has it transformed you and your mind to having an evil, wicked, sickness and disease that has called forth the dragon? Do you now bring destruction on innocent people? Do you desolate other people and towns, entire families and cities and states and nations? To satisfy your own sickness and your mind, greed, coveting, and lust. Is that you? The entire three part system of a man and a woman and a no gender physical body is spirit, soul, and physical body. That is your first world that you must learn how to govern, the first kingdom. That you are given first your spirit, it must grow and learn, and it must learn how to fight in the realm of the spirit, know its enemies, and have great victories. Then it must talk to, work with the helpmate, your soul. And the soul must give up its right to rule over the spirit and the physical body and become a helpmate to the spirit out in the world, Then the physical body must be under control, its appetites, its desires, its lust. So it, too, can come under the influence of the Arkenstone and be a helpful servant to the spirit out here in this world of the natural. The physical body cannot help you in the realm of the spirit. And really, the soul can't either. Only the spirit can do that. And that is a whole realm and kingdom within itself. You probably know nothing about. Has your lust, your greed, your selfishness, your coveting, slowly turned yourself, your family, your city, your community, your nation, sour? Has it brought in destruction? Are you breaking laws? Of your nation? Are you not upholding the laws? Have you twisted the laws? Are you using anarchy and rebellion to your purposes so that you, your political party, will stay in power? Will you make deals with nations that have dragons and serve the dragon? Will you make deals and trade deals with those that want to control every part of your nation? Mm -hmm. Questions to be asking yourself. Has the watchful nights closed in on you, on your nation? Is there fire in it? Is there anger? The powerful rule the weak. Control and oppression are the goals. Greed rules, coveting. I want what I want, and you will work for me, slave for me. I just heard a wonderful story about a precious young lady. She's in a high position in politics, but a lot of people are saying she doesn't know how to really run a staff, how to do things. Well, She's in a very unique situation. She's caught between her powerful overseers and between the people she's to serve. Long ago, she chose to serve her bosses, her overseers, so she could have a good life. And she would turn from the people she was to serve. She never learned. She has no skills. And how to be a parent, shepherd over the things she's been given. Her goals are to serve that person or persons or party or business that is above her. That make her life wonderful. So she's in a mess. Her life is being played out. Her weaknesses are being seen on a national scale. We all need to be in prayer for her. For she's in a a horrible situation. She will sacrifice many for the one. Instead of sacrificing one herself for the many. Mm -hmm. That came out of Star Trek as your lust and your greed and sickness of your mind, of your soul, which is now also in your spirit, caused you to spiritually separate yourself from your rightful spiritual kingdom. In the Hobbit movie, the very first one, an unexpected journey, we learn about that. How it wasn't just the fire drake of the north. The king became sick in its mind with a fierce desire. And we were told that when that's there in your mind, your soul, and your spirit, bad things will come. Dragons will come. Have you been separated from your spiritual kingly? Identity, the dwarves lost their land, their right to rule, their dignity, their honor. Thorin lost his kingly identity. He had it, he had a few followers, but not like it was. Has your spiritual heart and mind been spiritually broken, saddened, filled with grief, anger, Filled with a spirit of heaviness. Have you spiritually lost your spiritual homeland? Your spiritual throne? Your spiritual clothes? Your spiritual purpose? Are you spiritually laughed at? Mocked? Ridiculed? Have you attracted the attention of the dragon? Are you a worthy opponent against him? Do you have your Arkenstone over your head in your spirit where you can do battle spiritually? Have you spiritually had to make a new spiritual life away from your formal spiritual kingdom when a young man Named Adam and his helpmate, named Woman, disobeyed their father in a beautiful, beautiful garden on earth. They were kicked out. They had to put on clothes of animals. They had to work the land to grow food. They lost their authority and dominion on earth. The spirit slipped into the soul down into the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. The arcing left was taken all by a serpent that had the dragon inside of him, talking to the helpmate, bewitching it, helping its conscience to come alive, desiring something that it already was, putting spells on it. Stimulating its free will to choose, stimulating its earthly appetites and its eyes, stimulating lust of the eyes and lust of the flesh and the pride of life in order for this Arkansas stone, the Holy Spirit, to be taken and lost to them. Have you spiritually longed? Have you spiritually longed to be who you really were, but don't know who it is? We see that so much. I'm going to be prime minister, president. I have all authority. I'm a dictator an authoritative. I rule a nation. Everybody listens to me. You will bow down and do what I say. Have you spiritually searched for your true purposes, your rightful identity, your kingly rule spiritually? Is there a secret dream to be free, free in spirit, free to choose? Or do you dream of being royal? Are the dreams filled with myths and legends? Fog can't quite understand what you're dreaming. You have desires you cannot fulfill that will be taken away, even if you're elected, they're gone. When you lose office, you choose something else, all that you worked hard for is over, and upon your death, nobody will remember. Mm-mm. Do you like, dream about all of this? Do you wish you were having a life as a royal? Being a royal means lots of work, a dedicated life of service to others. It requires you to be disciplined in your behaviors, your words. Some people feel trapped in a system. That they don't understand. When you have power and authority to be a royal one, it comes with great sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Duty over family. Duty over your own children. Mm-hmm. You will lay down your life for your nation, your people. To protect them, provide for them. Mm-hmm. Have you lost the king's jewel, the Arkenstone, the symbol of your spiritual rulership, of your spiritual authority and dominion, of your lands, your territory, the high mountain, of your glory and riches, of your spiritual reputation? Most of humanity has. Mm-hmm. Have you been spiritually ensnared, trapped by spiders' webs? Are you in a cocoon hidden away in your soul? The spiders of your soul captured you. Are you spiritually unaware of the dark power that is in the world? Oh, there's dark powers in the realm of the spirit. There's dark powers in the realm of the soul. There's dark powers in the realm of the natural, your physical body. There's dark powers on earth. Mm -hmm. Are you aware of them? Would you consider lust, lying, greed a dark power? Are you unaware of this ancient of these ancient horrors, ones that can spiritually summon the spirits, the evil, wicked spirits of the dead. Who are separated from God and his high mountain, the kingdom of heaven and the Arkenstone. Are you aware of that or unaware of that? A king must be educated. In this area, are you spiritually unaware that these ancient dark powers have spiritual weapons, not of this earthly carnal natural world weapons, not of the soul or the physical body, not from the world of the living? Are you spiritually unaware that these spiritual weapons carry spiritual poison with its spiritual weapons in the lord of the rings there were swords and they carried a poison that would turn you into a rave you would be living but dead mm-hmm. frodo got stuck by one of these weapons a morgor blade mm-hmm. There are weapons out there you know nothing about. Have you been spiritually stuck like Frodo with a spiritual blade, one of an ancient time, of a bygone age? Are you a spiritual warrior? Are you full of spiritual knowledge? Are you spiritually blind to the spiritual truth? To the spiritual truths of that, your spiritual enemy has spiritual scouts and can smell you and has put a spiritual price on your head. Mm -hmm. Are you unaware that there is something spiritual in the world that's at work against you? That's more evil than just one dragon out of the north. Something more powerful than that is here on earth. Are you aware of that? If you were the king with the Arkenstone, you would know that. Mm -hmm. If you don't have it, you are unaware of it. I'm looking down, reading my notes, my book here. Are you spiritually unaware that this powerful spiritual enemy will not be ignoring you, be watching you, everything you do spiritually? Are you spiritually unaware that this spiritual evil spiritually moves in the spiritual shadows? Spiritually, deeply hidden from your sight. A king with the stone would know that. It would have been taught. Mm-hmm. Are you spiritually unaware that the spiritually, deeply hidden evil is spiritually growing in strength from this parable, this story, this movie, The Hobbit? the unexpected journey, the Lord of the Rings, that spiritually reveals to those who are spiritually searching and seeking these answers. They're looking for truth and knowledge. So anyone who is a seeker can be spiritually blocked, hindered, stopped, destroyed, desolated, and taken into spiritual captivity. Even Pastor Deborah, I have to do battle. There are many snares and pits, tests and trials of my knowledge. I have to look at every situation, every person, even the weather, find out what is in it, who is behind it, what is happening. I must know When I carry the Ark and Stone, the Holy Spirit within me, He wants me to know so I can do proper battle. For my weapons of warfare, they are mighty. They're not of the carnal world, they're not of the flesh. They're of the realm of the Spirit through prayer, through knowledge and wisdom, through counsel and partnership with the very source of the Ark and Stone. And the spiritual light. And life must be able to spiritually shine out of you, just like it does out of Pastor Deborah, out of your spirit, in the realm of the spirit to others. Mm -hmm. What is that spiritual light? Salvation, rebirth. But there's an ark and stone in my life. I'm on the throne where I'm supposed to be. I'm under the king of the kingdom of heaven. The real you, the spirit you, Mm -hmm. the forever person who is newly rebirthed, recreated out of the cocoon of the soul. From believing in, accepting the gift of the Arkenstone, a love from a young man on a cross and his sacrifice, his duty to his king and his kingdom was to give his life for you. The one, the needs of the one, were not as important as the needs of the many. So the one, the very Lamb of God, gave his life for you, so you can get back the Arkenstone, the Holy Spirit, come out of this darkness and be healed of the poisons. Of the great evil that's in that realm. So if one does truly desire to get back from the dragon. What was taken. You start here. The journey, the road, the adventure. To reclaiming what is spiritually yours. A spiritual kingdom. In your spirit. That watches over the land of your soul. And your physical body. Then to be the king spiritually on the whole planet of earth to watch over the resources, the land and the people for another, the king of heaven. You also will get a spiritual throne, mm -hmm, royalty. You'll get your spiritual authority and dominion back. You will get your true identity as a king. Of the kingdom of heaven back, you will learn about it. You will be taught in it. You will learn one's true spiritual purposes, your power, your honor, your dignity, and worth. You will get your spiritual crown back, the spiritual Stone, the heart of the mountain, of the kingdom, the land, the territory, of the kingdom of heaven, the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. you will get the spiritual rulership with all of its riches and glory back. Now, in the movie, foreign was trying to do that through earthly ways. Mm -hmm. But there was also some evil stuff he really wasn't aware of. He had given into his lust. He actually became sick, as you will learn in the movie the Battle of the Five Armies. His mind, once he got the Ark and Stone, became diseased, just like his grandfather. The only way he could save himself was to take the crown off and die. He discovered that the needs of the many were more important than the needs of himself. So go watch the Hobbit movies. The three, and then the Lord of the Rings, and you will learn a lot what this book is trying to help you to see. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, King of the Kingdom of Heaven, I ask that you spiritually fulfill your spiritual words of spirit and life in Hebrews 4:12. For your words from you say that your words are quick, they are alive. They're living, they're full of spiritual truths and power, and they are sharper than any two-edged sword, even the sword of evil, and it's deadly poison. You can spiritually pierce, cut, even to the spiritual dividing, asunder, apart from each other, the soul and the spirit and of the joints and the marrows, the the binding ties between the soul and the spirit that hold the spirit in a marriage, in oneness bonded to the soul and its lust of its eyes, its lust of its flesh, and its pride of life. And your word is a spiritual discerner, a detector with the eyes to recognize and identify and separate the spirit from the soul. You are a good surgeon. You can discriminate. You understand the difference between these two. Help us when we come forth to know and see as you see. To understand and perceive What has been obscure and hidden away from us spiritually. Help our thoughts and our intents to be on you. To learn about your kingdom. That we are kings in it. And sir, your majesty, your word also says about you. In Jeremiah 23, 29. Is not my spiritual word like a fire? Say, I, the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock, the hard-hearted spiritual things into pieces. So, sir, begin this spiritual unexpected journey with them that are here. Help them to spiritually fulfill your words of Isaiah 61 and 62. In their lives, in the name of Christ Jesus, amen. And that is your audio book for today. Ask yourself all those questions. Then seek the sword of the spirit and the Holy Spirit will come. You will have a divorce. You will be separated like a butterfly coming out of the cocoon. All bonding ties to your soul. And its lust of its eyes, its lust of its flesh, and the pride of life will be cut. Your spirit will be free so it can be taught and fed. And your spirit will be given the stone. Oh, you will return back to your body and into your soul, but you will be different now. And you will begin rising up against those other two parts of you. Mm -hmm. Might be war inside for a long time. But there's plenty of help for your spirit. The word of God is there in all of its magnificence and fullness. So you enjoy. Ask yourself these questions. Seek a Hebrews 4.12. Freedom from oppression of the dragon of your soul. In the name of Christ Jesus. I'll see you in the next part of the audiobooks, The Spiritual Multitudes the greatest gift, agape love. Bye. Bye.